hands in creative ways when making mage lights. And Ryu has very creative hands, chimed in my ever-irrepressible libido, as if on cue. Jane, Nell barked as my attention veered to Ryu, and the little shell of power I'd begun building around myself began to fizzle. I pulled my hormones up sharply and went back to my clean, bright room, keeping it conspicuously absent of a certain handsome man and his big, beautiful fangs. Jane. This time Nell's voice was decidedly miffed. I sighed and focused, firmly banishing all stray thoughts. When I was finally centered, I pictured the mage light as a spark flaring up in my palm. I fed the spark, keeping my emotions at bay, and watched as it grew into a little golf ball-sized globe of light. I held it steady, maintaining it in my palm. Good, said Nell. Now, try making it bigger. Bigger was where things usually went wrong. I focused, again, doing my best to keep calm as I started feeding energy into the small sphere. As I did so, I visualized it expanding. The shape in my palm trembled, and I forced myself to continue my slow, deep breaths. And then it grew, its pulsing skin stretching until it was about the size of a baseball. Excellent, Jane. Now disperse it, but remember to recycle your energy. This part I was good at. I focused my will and gently siphoned the energy out of my mage light, being careful to bring as much of it back into me as I could. Technically, I could let the power just flow back into the environment, but Nell was a firm believer in waste not, want not. The light wavered, stilled for a split second, and then winked out of existence. I couldn't help but close my hand with a little flourish. Now that I couldn't blow anything up, I was allowed to be pleased with myself. That was the first time I'd managed to create and disperse a mage light start to finish. Who's your daddy? I demanded rhetorically, doing a little happy dance. He died centuries ago. You wouldn't know him, Nell replied, coming toward me. Stop hopping about and shield up. Aye, aye, Captain, I thought even as I dutifully raised my defenses. Almost immediately, the gnome let loose a fierce barrage of tiny mage balls straight at me. Shit, I swore, reflexively throwing up an arm to shield my face. Despite my momentary lapse of control, however, my defenses held. I watched, still flinching every time, as each little blast of Nell's power struck the invisible barriers I'd erected about arm's length in front of me. Nell's little mage balls weren't enough to do any real damage, but I knew all too well that the little fuckers stung like hell. This time, however, they all fizzled out on my shields in bright little bursts of light. After a moment, I realized it was quite pretty, like being trapped in an inverse snow globe. Finally, the gnome grunted happily and ceased her attack. Excellent, Jane. Your defenses are strong. I squirmed with pride at Nell's words, for having strong defenses brought me even more pleasure than creating the mage light. After all, while mage lights did make finding my underwear easier in the dark, having strong shields would save my life. You've never had any trouble seeing through glamours, so I think you're ready to start creating them, Nell continued, gathering tighter the shawl she wore about her shoulders. But we'll leave that for next time. For now, go eat. And don't forget to swim tonight. You'll need more power than you expect for glamours.
She came toward me to pat my thigh with one of her tiny hands in the gnome version of a pat on the back. You're beginning to make real progress. Thanks, Nell, I said, meaning it from the bottom of my heart. Although I knew I had tons to learn, at least I wasn't as entirely helpless as I had been. My introduction to the supernatural world I now inhabited had been brutally swift. Four months ago, I'd been boring old Jane, bookstore clerk and secret night swimmer. Till one night I found a dead body and suddenly I was Jane True, half-selkie, and heir to a very non-boring magical heritage. The dead body had turned out to be one of a series of murders being investigated by Ryu, the guy I was currently seeing, and I'd gotten embroiled, big time, in the investigation. During which I'd nearly been killed twice, once in a physical attack by Jarl, the closet Hitler, and once by Jarl's lackey, the now-deceased Jimmu, who'd frozen me with his magical, snaky stare. I'd been a citizen.